This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your hosts Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and of course, as usual, joining me as always is my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners, if at any point during today's show you want to get some more information, feel free to give us a call at 715-355-4445, or of course, you can visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. And while you're at the website, make sure you check out the radio and TV show page. Some of our past shows are out there. And uh, of course, you can catch up if you've missed any recent episodes. Also, check out all the other resources on the website. There's lots of good information on there, especially if you're considering scheduling a no-cost, no-obligation consultation. You can read about the reports that we'll run for you. You can read about the process that you'll go through. Very, very good information if you're thinking about scheduling that consultation. Now, if you're ready to schedule a consultation, any of our advisors would be happy to meet with you. So definitely get that uh, consultation scheduled either on the website, retirewithbushka.com, or of course, you can call 715-355-4445 to schedule in Wausau, Eau Claire, or virtually. Now, heading into retirement often produces feelings of great excitement and sometimes also great anxiety. And uh, with good reason, for many folks, retirement is a uh, momentous life uh, event, and it's really on par with things like graduating from high school or even buying your first home. And while retirement requires considerable financial planning, there are other important components to consider as well. But when we sit down with clients to discuss their current or impending retirement, we also remind them that one of the biggest things that they may be able to do when it comes to maintaining their nest egg is focusing on their overall health. Think about it. The more you exercise and the more you watch your waistline, the more money you may be able to keep in your bank account. But before we discuss some fun ways that you may be able to enjoy a healthier retirement, let's uh, make sure we introduce everybody here with me today. Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Cole. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we're finally going to see some warmer weather. Uh, which mm, we hope, we <laughs> which hope. is nice. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna start getting better. Maybe a little rain here and there, but uh, I think we're finally uh, out of the 40s, maybe for good. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. I hope. I, I hope, hope so too. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about this topic you have for us today. I think it's an important one, and it's an interesting one, an interesting angle, uh, something that a lot of people might not be thinking about from that aspect, but that's good. Yeah, I've had a great week. Sue, how have you been doing? I've been great. I'm just waiting for the warm weather, just like you, and hopefully this weekend we're supposed to be in the 60s, so it's a start. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, we're going to hit 70 soon, I think, so... Oh, yeah, I think so. Good for you. I th- I, no, I think <laughs> I think I think Wausau is going to hit seventy soon. Just a few days, so we'll see. Hopefully, yes. 
Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Within a week or so, we'll we'll be in the seventies, I bet. But but yeah, right. now uh, Cole, this is an interesting topic you brought to us, and uh, Sue, I know you have a lot to add here. Uh, where do you want to begin with this one? Well, Tony, there was an ARP article entitled 60 Ways to Live Longer, Stronger, and Better. And it has some insights that we think um, many in today's audience will really enjoy. Now, the article first highlights the importance of brain health. And few things contribute to a healthy brain more than consistent exercise. But fear not, you don't have to begin training for an Ironman competition to help your brain. Just 150 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic exercise over the course of a week can do the trick. Now, in fact, the article references a study by the Alzheimer's Drug Discovery Foundation that determined folks who exercise regularly are as much as 45% less likely to develop Alzheimer's. Wow, that's huge. So you mean I actually have to start exercising? Holy cow. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to, too. <laughs> I'm just glad I bought a Peloton on my dick. Yeah, you've been, hey, cool. I've seen pictures. You've been doing great. I, I hardly recognize you. But the, the thing is, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the last time I exercised, I'm trying to think, the Carter administration. It was during, <laughs> I know it was during the Carter administration. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, in fact, uh, now that the weather's getting a little nicer, we're taking some longer walks, my wife and I. So that's, that's good. I mean, and you know, hey, you can download your favorite podcast. Um, you know, I, uh, financially speaking with Sue and Cole, I recommend that one. That's right. a good yeah, one right. to right. listen to or, or a book on Audible, head out for a long walk or Start your day by biking instead of driving to the coffee shop. I mean, there's a lot of good and low-cost options out there to, to get healthier and stay healthier. Oh, absolutely. And you have to start somewhere, Tony. It's, um, you know, it doesn't have to be some monumental right. thing. And, um, you know, I mean, really, the reason I, I got healthy is just because I'm worried about Alzheimer's. You know, it has nothing to do with my body, <laughs> right? It's just, it's my mind. I'm worried, I'm more worried about right. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you've seen, I no. mean, you, you've seen it in your relatives, what can happen. I'm just well. This is too. true. Well, that's uh, this. Uh, that is true. Not not with my mom specifically, but <laughs> Come on. but I have had family members that have suffered from Alzheimer's, so I do know that it is a yeah. Real me thing, as well. It's, uh, yeah, it's 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 a scary thing, and if you can do anything to avoid it, then obviously it makes sense to uh, spend a, a few minutes a day uh, just trying to uh, be a little healthier. Now, I'm sure a few of you listening today will be surprised that the article spends a fair amount of time describing how um, what you eat can affect your brain. A serving of leafy greens every day has been shown to slow cognitive decline, according to a Rush University Medical Center study. And furthermore, research indicates that dark berries like blackberries and blueberries may help uh, fight inflammation and also support the brain. And additionally, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that consuming one cup of blueberries every day for six months can reduce the risk of heart disease between 12 and 15 percent. Well, wow. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. And you mentioned Alzheimer's uh, a few minutes ago. But tell us more about choices that can help those concerned about cognitive decline. Well, first of all, trading sugar-filled drinks like soda and juice for something like green tea may be beneficial. Now, studies cited in the article indicate that folks who drink soda 
and other sweet drinks are more likely to eventually suffer from Alzheimer's. And other studies have shown that green tea may itself enhance cognitive performance. Wow, yeah, and that's good. And I have heard so many good things about things like uh, green tea, right? And uh, I know that uh, being a, a voiceover person, a radio announcer, uh, I know that green tea with a little bit of honey in it is so good for your voice and keeping your throat fresh if you ever have a sore throat or a hoarse voice. Uh, but the health benefits are there as well. And uh, I've read it's possible to do exercises designed for your brain as well. Uh, what do you have for us on that, Cole? Well, giving your brain a good workout can be as simple as opening up the latest bestseller or finally learning how to play chess. Now, these relatively simple activities may have a significant impact on your brain. A Hong Kong study of adults 65 and older published by JAMA Psychiatry found that uh, those who regularly played games were, just, were as much as 29% less likely to develop dementia during a five-year follow-up wow. period. And in addition to giving your brain a healthy workout, reading may help you avoid prolonged social isolation as well. For many of us, work is one of our biggest social outlets, and once we retire, that outlet vanishes. And therefore, we need to find new outlets. So a book club could be a terrific solution. Not only will you exercise your brain, but you'll also enjoy discussing the book with a group of like-minded folks. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Uh, I picture myself doing something like that in retirement. I, I love books. Uh, book club sounds fun. And, and here's an idea. Attach a basket or a bag to the front of your bike, toss your book inside it, and pedal to book club. <laughs> Just find, find, well, find ways to get more exercise. And uh, that's the trifecta of healthy decisions, right? You're exercising your brain and your body while socializing. Those are three things you said we should uh, keep doing. Well, actually, Tony, that's a great idea. And retirement's all about taking back your time after decades on the job. So why not take advantage of it and get a little more shut eye? Making a point to get eight or more hours of sleep every night may improve your overall health. Yeah, Sue, that's a great point because if you're not working, there's less reason to rely on that dreaded alarm clock. I can't wait to get to a point in my life where I don't have to set an alarm clock. Oh, me too. (laughs) And now speaking of alarm clocks, actually, if you have one on your bedside table, you should turn it so it's facing the wall. And if you set your phone next to you at night, you should place it face down. Uh, The light that these gadgets emit may lessen the quality of your sleep, actually. And along those same lines, avoid nightlights as much as possible. Instead, keep a flashlight near your bed. And once your bedroom is nice and dark, turn on a fan or a white noise machine, especially if you live with a snorer or on a busy street. And uh, we all know, Sue, you and I know, we all know what, uh, what Cole's alarm clock is. (laughs) <laughs> opening yeah. bell right that's, right? that's the right? sound your alarm clock makes cool yeah of course i wake up to that every morning it's a great way to start your wow. day <laughs> give me a headache yeah you don't want to start your day having to think immediately about the stock market that's that's for sure but um we should probably take a quick break here uh, time to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you 
Well, Tony, they can give us a call at 715-355-4445. They can also go to our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. All sorts of great resources on there, including the ability to schedule that no-cost, no-obligation consultation. All right, and we're just going to keep rolling with the show. It's been a good one. You've been talking about how to... Uh, have a thorough retirement strategy that's about more than just your finances. You have to consider your mental and physical health, and uh, you emphasize maintaining your health to also improve your ability to dedicate more money to do the things you want in retirement. And I think that is, it ties directly together. Your health and your wealth uh, tie together, and I've enjoyed this one so far. Sue, what do you have for us next? Well, we briefly touched on social isolation during the first segment, but we'd like to now dedicate more time to what we think is a very important subject. Now, that ARP article that uh, we had mentioned in the first segment has some potentially useful insights for preventing social isolation. Now, step one is maintaining your bonds with your family and friends. And your get-togethers don't have to be overly elaborate. The article notes that a handful of 10-minute weekly phone calls can reduce loneliness by as much as 20%. Well, yeah, and I think that's something people really need to consider uh, in retirement is social isolation and how to avoid that because it can build over time. So you want to be proactive in finding social activities. Well, Tony, many of us have probably sighed in frustration when watching just how much time our kids or grandkids spend on their iPads or their phones or other electronic gadgets. I know uh, we, we shouldn't be too quick to criticize because electronics can also have a detrimental effect on older people. Now, here's a fact from the article that will probably uh, get you to set your phone down and say, wow, the typical American checks their phone 96 times per day, 96 times. So you might want to put your phone in a kitchen drawer for a few hours a day and enjoy a good book or visit with the neighbors. It may also be wise to avoid using your phone in your bedroom at night or at the dinner table. Also, when you wake up in the morning, don't make grabbing your phone your first task. Instead, get up and make some coffee, turn on the radio, and hear the latest headlines. And if you feel like challenging yourself, try to go screen-free for a full day a week. Yeah, wow. I don't know if I could uh, do that, actually, myself. I'm not sure I can either, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, when I saw when I saw 96 times, I thought, hmm, I'm probably three times. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, it. I mean, with work and email and all that stuff. If you you're know. running your own business and you're younger like you are, Cole, that's understandable. I'm working on not being overly reliant on my phone. But, you know, uh, we're all tethered, it seems, these days to our phones. And, uh, you know, I, I have to remind myself, I got by just fine without a smartphone for many, many years. So, right, so, right. I, so it's amazing how much we use it as a crutch now. Those of us that are older, uh, and, you know, we didn't have cell phones uh, until, you know, uh, not that long ago. If you're, you know, if you're in your 50s, uh, you lived most of your life without one. So. Uh, yeah, I remember the I remember the bag phone, my parents' bag phone in their oh, car. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Those, had to have an antenna oh, yeah. installed yeah. on the car. I remember those. <laughs> the the brick. They called it a brick. Yes. Yeah. Like a big yes. Brick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, how far we? Yeah. Come? So Sue, what do you have for us next? 
Well, for some, retirement may be an opportune time to correct some of the bad habits that many of us develop over time. And doing so may be a boom to both your personal and financial health. So, for example, let your TV cool off from time to time. Instead of scrolling and scrolling in search of something to watch, choose a specific program and then once it's over, turn off the TV and head, head out to dinner with friends or a few laps in the pool at the gym. Now, in terms of keeping your bank account healthier, be sure your online shopping activities are born of need, not impulse. Now, one way to avoid impulse shopping is to delete your credit card information from the sites that you most often visit for shopping. Because if you have to manually enter your card information each time you make a purchase, it may provide you just enough time to think about whether you really need what it is you're about to buy. Ah, okay. Uh, One-click shopping on your favorite websites can deplete your cash pretty quickly, can it? Well, one of the best things about retirement is that many of the things that made you feel stressed during your career go away. Though, uh, note I said many, not all, because there will still be things that aggravate you from time to time. So to manage your stress, dedicate at least 20 minutes a day to getting outside and enjoying nature. The AARP article references a study that shows just a small amount of time outside will reduce your stress. Helping the causes um, you care about may also provide health benefits. Serving others may make you feel more connected to your community and may also increase the possibility that people will be there for you to lend a helping hand should you ever need one. Right. I definitely agree with you on that one, Cole. I mean, volunteering is a kind of work, but unlike your previous career, you aren't doing it for a paycheck or at least not just for a paycheck. You're doing it because you want to support a cause and do something that's going to help people or that matters to you. And I think uh, this is huge, isn't it, Sue? Yes, it is. And emotional resilience is also important. Now, put together a list of the things you wanted to do but didn't have time to do when you were busy at work and raising your kids. Now, how many of the things on that list are achievable now that you have more time? Now, getting rid of some of those feelings of regret may be a solid way to reduce stress. Okay, I appreciate that a lot of these ideas you've brought up today are things that can clearly improve our health that are, but, you know, they're also pretty easy to implement into our lives and can help us save money down the road just simply because of the cost of health care. And I, I think that's huge. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And we like to spend time on our show talking about ways that folks can better manage their health because we genuinely believe that doing so may also have an extremely beneficial effect on their retirement goals and their overall financial strategy. Remember, retirement for some people can last three decades or more, which means that doing as much as you can to maintain your health may be one part of a strategy for not outliving your money. That's true. And I think people have to realize that this is a huge way to be able to have a happy and fulfilling retirement. Uh, And that's what we're talking about today. Now, before we go on, we do need to take a quick break. Cole, can you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation to get a solid financial plan in place? 
Absolutely, Tony. They can give us a call right now at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. And there they can schedule in Wausau, Eau Claire, or virtually. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And during the first two segments today, you were both talking about how focusing on your health as you age and enter retirement can also have a significant financial benefit and just improve your overall life in retirement. And I've enjoyed this so far. Sue, where do you want to begin here in our final segment? Well, Tony, I want to continue with today's theme of making choices in our day-to-day lives that benefit our finances by reminding listeners of some of the things they should be sure to include in their retirement budgets. Now, there was a U.S. News and World Report article entitled 10 Costs to Include in Your Retirement Budget, and it offers up some ideas and perspectives that I think can help us with our conversation. Item number one is your housing, which is the largest expense for many retirees. While you may be able to pay the mortgage off before you retire, thus relieving you of a large monthly bill, it's important to not forget about things like property taxes, insurance, and maintenance costs. Now, for some, downsizing may be a smart move. Selling your larger home and going smaller may put a nice amount of money back into your account, while also leaving you with less upkeep and fewer choices. Well, emotionally, I know it can be difficult to give up the home we've raised our kids in and been in for so long. But for some of us, uh, going smaller may improve our lives. I know my wife and I can't wait to get all three kids out of the house so we can downsize. (laughs) Right, exactly. It it can be less costly, that's for sure. Uh, Food costs in retirement is another place a little strategizing may save you some money. Uh, Give up expensive prepackaged convenience food and cook more often at home. It's cheaper and it's also healthier. Now, writing out a weekly meal plan may help you stay on budget and on track. And furthermore, being disciplined about eating at home as often as possible may also mean that when you do enjoy a dinner out with family or friends, you don't stress as much about the bill because you know the meal is a treat and not a habit. Huh, that's an interesting way to look at it. I've never heard someone say that. Uh, and eating at home isn't only healthier, it's also a way to feel less stressed about the check when you do have to eat out. That's right. And as we've noted throughout the show today, retirement means you'll have a lot more time on your hands, which also means you need to factor spending for entertainment into your budget, especially if you're eager to try new things. Now, fortunately, there are ways retirees can have new and fun experiences without blowing up their budgets. Now, there are many museums, theaters, and movie theaters offer senior discounts, and some colleges even offer low-cost classes for retirees. And don't forget about low-cost or even free community events like summer concerts in the park, 
library seminars and presentations and community education classes. Now, I think it's important to not underestimate how much entertainment you'll need. The 40 or 50 hours a week you spend on the job needs to be filled with something else. The good news is that you will have plenty of options, but you should be certain to craft a budget that gives you flexibility while also providing parameters. Well, uh, what does the article say about budgeting for travel in retirement? Well, much like uh, with trying new entertainment options, retirees have ample time to visit those places that they've always long wanted to see. But once again, the style and frequency of travel is dictated by finances. Older folks and AARP members can take advantage of significant discounts that really add up during the course of a week-long vacation. You can also get creative by researching house swapping opportunities. Now, as many of you already know, hotel rates tend to be noticeably higher on the weekends. But as a retiree, you don't have to wait until the weekend. It's pretty much the same with off-peak seasons. Want to spend a week in late country? Book a trip in late spring or early fall, when the weather is pleasant but the crowds are typically smaller because families aren't traveling because of school. Now, even popular destinations like Disney World have times of the year when crowds are thinner and on-site hotel rooms are cheaper. So I know that January into early February is a good time to say visit Disney World because school's back in session after that long holiday break. Uh, that can be a good time. And I've always heard uh, that's that's a peak time or not a peak time. That's a good time to visit Disney World. There are peak times that you want to avoid and certain uh, weather issues that you want to avoid when traveling, right? That's right. And talking about Disney World reminds me that grandkids are another part of retirement that you may want to budget for. As you welcome new grandkids into the family, chances are you may find yourself spending a bit more money, even if you aren't a spoil-them-rotten kind of grandparent like I am. <laughs> you spoil them rotten. Is that what you do? Yes, I do. Always. And weekend getaways, trips to the local pizza joint, the latest uh, Pixar movie, over time, these things can really add up. But being honest about how much you think you'll spend on your grandkids can help you build a budget that reflects your wishes and also protects your assets. Well, and that's and that's huge. I know a lot of people with grandkids want to spend as much time with them as possible. Uh, I'm not going to name names, Sue Bushka, but uh, <laughs> with a little know, right? budgeting, there's no reason that can't happen. Right, Cool. Oh, exactly. And also, retirees need an emergency fund. When you're younger and early in your career and purchasing your first home, you're often told that an emergency fund is essential because that's the money that you can use for things like home repairs and unexpected travel instead of putting it on a high-interest credit card. But here's the thing. Unexpected expenses don't stop popping up just because you're retired. So you should work to build an emergency fund of anywhere from 6 to 12 months of living expenses that way, unexpectedly replacing the fridge will seem like an annoyance rather than a disaster. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Well, you know, this has been a great show, but we're almost out of time for today's program. Is there anything else you want to add, Cole, before we go? Well, Tony, just one final reminder for our listeners that, of course, they don't have to plan for all of these things alone. That's what our team of advisors are here for, and they can give us a call to schedule that complimentary no-obligation consultation anytime at 
855-345-4445, or they can visit retirewithbushka.com. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.